What's going on? It's Jealous from Nick of Time Show here giving you that Nick's talk just in the nick of time. And I'm pissed. I'm pissed. I'm proud. I'm proud. But I'm pissed because the Knicks lose to the New Jersey. I mean, the Brooklyn. I mean, the Brooklyn paint. We lost to the, the, the guys, the Nets. 117 to 112. We lost to the Nets. The sixth man being the rest. But I don't care. Our guys played well. Julius Randle, 33 points, 12 rebounds, 6 assists, 3 steals. Shot 48% from the field. Not sure how he did that because he started off slow. Reggie Bullock with 19 points. Really, Reggie Bullock, 5 for 10 from 3. One of those games where Reggie Bullock actually showed up for most of the game. RJ Barrett with 23 points. IQ. His first NBA starts. He drops 21 points as well. And Burks even chips in with 12. We have five players in double figures today. Five. We shot well from three. We didn't play well in the, in the beginning of the second quarter. Played well at the end. And we lost it all in the fourth quarter because of these refs. Because of Ref Scott Foster, man. Ref Scott Foster just has it in for us, man. But before I even get deeper in this game, let me just introduce... This guy, you already saw me with him earlier today. You already know who it is. It's Alex Trateros, also on Twitter as Alex Tratacaster. How you doing, man? How do you feel about this game? I'm, 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 I'm a little pissed. I'm, I'm talking to my next family, trying to calm down. But how do you feel about this game? Chaos is a long time no talk, right? Yeah, uh, long time no talk. A whole <laughs> like three hours or so. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm really annoyed. Uh, the no call at the end where Kyrie Irving clearly hit the ball in Julius Randle's hand, which would not have been, uh, which wouldn't have been a travel. Julius Randle, the Knicks would have had the possession again yeah. or not possession again, but they could have continued the play. It was just a terrible call. Scott Foster ruins it again. The refs ruined it throughout the night. I mean, there was just some blatant, terrible calls, especially on Frank Nolakino when he was guarding Kyrie Irving, even when Alec Burks was guarding Kyrie Irving, where he was just tripping and falling yeah. over himself. Those are some pretty bad calls. But regardless of uh, the, the the refs and how they helped the Nets win tonight, the Knicks played pretty well yeah. for, you know, towards the end. First quarter, they came out guns a-blazing. They were down by five points by the way they were playing. Everyone was just on rolling on all cylinders. We saw Emmanuel quickly get his start, as you already yeah. pointed out. And they were playing very well. Offense was just flowing. You had Julius Randle, RJ Barrett, Emmanuel quickly. Reggie Bullock came out of nowhere and just yeah. started hitting threes, being that 3 and D guy that we're expecting him to be. And everything was good in the first quarter. Then we put, then you saw Tom Thibodeau put the second unit in, just a complete swap. Uh, he left Reggie Bullock out there. He went, he went nine deep today. Uh, was it nine or was it eight? At the... Was it nine or eight? What I, I, I feel it like was it, nine. Was, it was nine. It was nine, it was nine deep, nine. but you don't it was really nine count the nine because Obi Toppin only played about three and a half minutes. So right, 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 right. I don't yeah, count that. It was, it was, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but in the second quarter, he went like a full swap, left Reggie in there, and we saw that, you know, this is the issue when you have IQ starting, is that, and right. when also when you're missing Derrick Rose, regardless of how you feel about him, like Alfred Payne probably wouldn't have, I don't know how much Alfred Payne would have helped tonight. We got a lot of scoring out of IQ in the starting lineup. So that's a, that's a conversation for another day. 
but definitely Derrick Rose missing Mitchell Robinson because we saw in New Orleans Noel couldn't defend the pick and roll tonight either. DeAndre Jordan, yeah. everybody and their grandmother was just going down the lane and getting, oh, getting passes from either James Harden and Kyrie Irving to finish. That second quarter was just brutal, man. But then we came back in the third quarter, right? And the third quarter, we started to turn it on. And then going into the fourth quarter, we really made it a game. We got yeah. back within three points towards the end. And then the rest were just like, you know what? Screw it. Yeah. We like the Nets. <laughs> we, like the, we like the better. We got money on the game. Let's, let's, let's just make our money. Like, I, I feel like there's going to be like a documentary made about this game a few years ago when they find out half of these wrestlers, including <laughs> Scott Foster, has a bunch of money on this game and they blew it. Yeah, really? A documentary? That'd be impressive. Yeah, I think it's going to be a documentary. <laughs> maybe, maybe it's me being an overreactive Knicks fan and being that passionate about the game that I feel like they're going to make a documentary about this game that they just blew it. But it's just, that's just me. But you know what? <laughs> it's, it's, I, I'm going to start off. I'm going to bring some good to this review because you all suck, but I'm going to point out some cool things, right? So first and foremost, let's let's just talk about the emergence of IQ and what he brings to the table. I've said before that I really wanted IQ to start. I said this in preseason, actually, before Derrick Rose got here. Now that Derrick Rose is here, I'm like, all right, maybe he can stay on the bench. But um, I always wanted to see him with the starting unit because I, I do feel like there's opportunity on the offensive end for IQ to play off of Randall and and RJ. And you saw it today. You saw it today when in the first quarter, especially, you saw the the Nets really doubling at the foul line. And whether it was, whether it was RJ, Mitch, or IQ, whenever they try to penetrate, go to the foul line, they were able to get kickouts and make shots. Reggie Bullock was on today, and he was able to make those shots, and it, it made things easier for us. Um, also, IQ. You know, in that first quarter, he's he playing more of a team ball. He was able to you know, collapse the defense. They, they didn't want him to go to that floater. And he was able to get some easy looks for Randall and RJ. And I, I felt like the synergy between those three in that first quarter on the offensive end, I'm sorry, even four on the offensive end, because Reggie Bullock was, was a flamethrower today, um, really showed out. And even though, you know, they scored 35 points, we scored 30 points. And you really just saw what quickly you know, can bring to this first unit on the offensive end, you know? <laughs> Absolutely. And I think that's the good thing, what we got to see out of IQ. He stepped up to the challenge. I mean, it was tough having to play against Kyrie Irving and James Harden tonight. And, and he did a good job, especially being on Kyrie for the most part. So I like that he was able to attack offensively. I mean, defensively, it's just a nightmare to ask IQ to just try to be a pest on yes. Kyrie, you mm -hmm. know? So I wasn't expecting much, but he came out, he balled out, um, you know? And I think moving forward, it's, we got to see how he can do against another team. Like we got the 76ers coming up, right? But I want to see him against like Orlando and see how that team kind of like meshes against a team that's kind of in the same like echelon as the New York Knicks. So that's really going to be the true testament. We know that the Brooklyn Nets, Milwaukee Bucks, and the 76ers are they're, they're top tier teams in the East. And those are not the teams that we want to really like, that will give us like a good gauge of where IQ stands. Although right. he did a really good job tonight. I'll say, like, I'll say that. But we'll yeah. see what he always is. Def, like, on the defensive end, I'm talking about being more specific. Offensively, we know it's. Yeah, we, offensive, be we know what it is. We know what it is. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but def defensively, kind of a tough task. So we'll see how he is with the other other players because he's still got to develop but it was a great showing from him tonight definitely yeah, a great yeah like he lost Kyrie in a few 
on, on a few plays. But overall, I feel like he was in his grill for most of the night. And But it's, it's Kyrie Irving. So you can't really ask that much of him guarding Kyrie Irving the way he was going. Now, when Frank got into the game, um, the defensive pressure picked up. But the, but in that second quarter, you saw the offense wasn't really there. But, I mean, and also, you know, in the third and fourth quarter, Frank contributed to that, um, that run on a defensive end. He just couldn't get a shot. But I'm going to, you know, I'm going to give Tom Thibodeau some props because we, we saw, listen, this, the danger of starting IQ is what we saw today, right? We didn't, I, we, I was against starting IQ once D-Rose went down because of the lack of scoring with the second unit. And that's what got us that, um, that 18 point hole. In the second half though, Tom, he adjusted. He didn't have the complete second unit in at the same time for long stretches. He kind of staggered the minutes. And I think moving forward, if you're choosing to start IQ, that's what you have to do. Like there was a portion of the game we saw RJ run with the second unit, and that's when we started to make the run. Um, you also saw, you know, Randall getting extended minutes with the second unit, and we also closed the gap there as well. So I mean, we have to kind of be more cognizant of, you know. Who do we have on this squad? I'm, I'm not sure how long Derrick Rose is going to be out, but if he's out for another game, um, we definitely have to keep in mind that we cannot have a unit of Frank and Alec Burks trying to carry the load on the offense. <laughs> <laughs> that was just abysmal. That offense was just downright putrid. I mean, that's that's where the Nets started to open up the floodgates, right? So Right. That's the concern, as you pointed out, with IQ being in the starting lineup. I, you know, you could probably ask, like, what would Derrick Rose be in that second unit? But I don't think he would help that much because you still need someone who can just shoot right. and just be a fool. Like, we see how inconsistent Burks, Burks was tonight, right? I think he went three for 10 tonight from the field. Yeah, he went three for 10, two for six from three point range. So he, he went, he shot 33% from three, but. Three from ten from the field. That's not what you want. No, from like a guy who you're, who's supposed to be this microwave scorer. And this is the you know this is the issue with like our wings is that they're so inconsistent, right? So if you have someone like D Rose, uh, Frank, Burks, Obi, Taj, you're not getting a lot of offense. So IQ. This is where I'm like a big proponent of like just balancing it out for this season, especially with IQ coming off the bench because moving forward, like yes, we need it tonight. IQ played a lot, IQ played a lot of minutes tonight, and that's fine. You can still get IQ a lot of minutes, right? You know? But definitely, like playing him with the second unit, it would alleviate that just that <laughs> that that like <sighs> deficiency in scoring, and you know, yeah, I, it, it would be it would just be it would just be rough. It's just yeah. gonna be rough. Yeah, exactly. And if you saw that, I saw there was a moment where IQ kind of kind of kind of came out a little bit early, and then he came back mm-hmm. in with that second unit as well. And you know, I seen some people on Twitter. They were getting on IQ for chucking. They was like, why isn't he passing the ball? And I'm going to tell you this, and I might sound crazy, but I didn't care. I didn't give a damn. (laughs) I did not give a damn that he was chucking because there was a portion of the game. I know Randall finished with some insane numbers, right? But there was a portion of the game where Randall reverted to no handle Randall. He, he reverted for he went he reverted to last year's Randall for a second. He was jumping up in the air, he was throwing passes all over the place. He looked like he was tired. I think the pick and roll I think the energy he was exerting on the pick and roll between James Harden and, and and Jeff Green in that first half wore him all the way out. 
And by the time it got to the him playing defense and closing out on shooters and chasing Jeff Green around, he just didn't have it. And I I, I feel like when he doesn't have it, that's when the turnovers come for him. And that's when the, the laziness comes. <laughs> so when Randall checked out and, you know, it seemed like RJ was bottled for a second and IQ was chucking, I'm like, this is our best chance to score. I, I, I can't even be mad. And I think the coach even saw it too because it seemed like he called a timeout to give him the green light to me. I don't know if that's what they said, but that's what it looked like to me. Am I crazy? <laughs> no, I don't think you're crazy. I think IQ is a specialist right now, right? He's not the complete player that we expect him to be. I, you know, I don't think he will be this five years into his career, but coming out of college, we knew he's just primarily a shooter and a guy who has a floater and he can, in he can just he can just attack the lane to use that floater, right? He doesn't right. attack the lane. He doesn't finish well around the rim right now. He's not making the crazy advanced reads when it comes to passing. He's not doing the hockey assist that you know we could see from like a Chris Paul or anyone like that, right? Right. But when you see that he can drive, he can drive and kick. He can swing the ball really quickly. He there's something he has that fluidity in him, right? But as of right now, like coach is going to tell him, just hey, go shoot. Like we need you to shoot. You are our best shooter. You are our best chance to. Dig us out of a hole if we need some three-point shooting. Because between him, Burks, Reggie Bullock, you know, it's going to be IQ. I mean, we can debate Randall because Randall's shooting over 40%. Right, right, exactly. But, uh, but other than that, like, you know, RJ shooting well two from three. He's around the league average right now. But IQ is like, he's your shooter. He When he crosses half court, defenses have to honor that. So Absolutely. I think coaches just like, hey, let it rip. Absolutely, absolutely. And um, I'm going to get into RJ in a minute because I feel like RJ is one of these Knicks today who just really showed up and he was underrated and he became part of that push. But before we even get into RJ, I'm going to just salute. Salute to everybody in the chat today, man. Um, listen, the Knicks lost to the Nets and it doesn't matter because they cheated. They cheated. Foster, do you, they, they just cheated. Ref Scott Foster had an info. I still remember when Ref Scott Foster kicked out Courtney Lee like four years ago on some BS call <laughs> at half court. <laughs> I still remember that. That guy does not like us, Alex. I'm telling you, he doesn't. I'm telling you. But shout out to the chat. Let me shout you out real quick. Um, salute to Fritz Alicentor. Shout out to SK. Um, shout out to Mark W. Shout out to Leos Asiano. Shout out to Kevin Middleton. Shout out to everybody who came to check you out. So shout out to CPP, CP the artist. I saw you here a little bit earlier, Raphael Burgess, and everybody else who's rocking with the KOT show. And it, especially if you were here earlier, you caught the kind of the pregame slash Andre Jumman breakdown. Shout out to you guys and people who salute, who uh, watch the KOT show. All right. All right. Big ups to you guys. And, oh, and also, yeah, yo, shout out to Keenan Lambert as well, man. Yeah, salute to you. Yeah. Good stream, D DJ, DJ DJ says good stream. Thank you, DJ. Thank you, DJs. Salute to you. Thank you for the compliment. Um, if you like the content, you like the show, please like, subscribe, and share it to the people. I'm a Knicks fan. I'm doing KOT show for a few years. And now we're getting into the live stream game. And yeah, we're gonna see how this goes. All right. All right. Now let's talk about it. RJ Barrett, man. RJ Barrett to me is looking like a legit robber. Uh, mm -hmm. Before, we didn't know who the second option was going to be. It was pretty much second option by committee. Um, 
But today, and even within the first, the last few weeks, I would say, he's just stacked up exponentially. You know? Um, last game, well, today he averaged 23 points, 6 rebounds, 4 assists, 1 block, 1 steal. But what impressed me about today was his ability to carry a team in, in pivotal moments. Um, we talked about how the second unit was kind of um, low in energy. They lost its lead. It got us an 18-point lead. A, a big reason why we even came back was because the offense was kind of going through RJ a lot. And, and he made a, f- a few really big clutch buckets, especially towards the end of that third of the fourth quarter when he lowered his shoulder into DeAndre Jordan's chest uh, and put the ball in the basket on, on a fast break point. Fast break. And like so like things like that that RJ is showing right now is, is, is kind of pretty unbelievable. And he's only 20 years old, the youngest Nick on the squad. And it just seems like it's going to be sky's the limit for RJ. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, look, RJ finished tonight with 23 points, six rebounds, four assists, one steal, one block. Dude was just all over the place. And he only had one turnover doing it. And, you know, he was being that secondary playmaker. He was, you know, he was pushing in pace the best he could, you know, trying to bring the ball of court and try to get the offense organized and just get something like going, right? Mm-hmm. RJ. It's good. It's great to see. I, I mean, we always say this all the time. It's great just seeing RJ come into his own. Like, just he, you, you just see it. Like, he's just putting the work in, and it's translating. You know, Tibbs always says the was it, the the magic is in the work, and you really see it with RJ because every single game he's starting to get better and better and better. So, the sky's the limit for him. He's only twenty years old. I can't wait to see what he looks like when he's twenty five and in his prime because he's just bullying people around. You know, when he took it in against DeAndre Jordan or just going up against uh, James Harden or whoever was in the lane, like he, even Jeff Green, he had no fear, right? Mm-hmm. He had no fear when he was going to the lane. And that's just, that was just beautiful. So he, him and Randall is just bully ball season. I love it. Uh, those guys can get to the rim at will because of their size and their strength. So I want to see, I just can't wait to see what else is going to happen for him. You know, that, that's really all I had to say about RJ. Yeah, absolutely, man. Like in general, I just I'm just really proud of this team in general, man. I'm just really proud of this team. I know we lost. We saw we saw we saw Julius Randle kind of get ticked off at the end. He wanted to fight the ref because it was a BS call. Um Kyrie had his hand in the ball. It wasn't a travel. I know somebody was like, well, he, he touched the floor first, but if you drop it at the same time, it's still not a travel. It, 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 it's just not. We really when we wrestled the ball away from Joe Harris, that shouldn't even have been a jump ball in the be- to begin with. That should have been possession, in my mind, anyway. So I don't understand how you go from not a foul to a jump ball when we gain possession from taking the ball from the net. But those are the, those are the things that, you know, that's neither here or there. We still, you know, we still had to shorten some things up. We still, we still had the opportunity to, to, you know, hit some open shots. We saw Alec Burson miss a few open threes. Um, we still kind of blew it in that second quarter a little bit with the second unit lineup. But overall, I just feel like we did fight back. And there's something to hang our hat on. There's something to hang our hat on, man. Like, we are not the team that's supposed to beat the New Jersey Nets. I mean, the Brooklyn Nets. <laughs> I mean, you know who they are. <laughs> you know who they are. But like, we're not the team that's supposed to do that. We're not. And for us to come away the way we did with the with having the refs have to cheat, I'm going to live with that tonight. 
I'm just hoping that we have enough in the tank to beat uh, the 76ers tomorrow because we got the 76ers tomorrow. Um, so look out for that. You know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. Um, got the 76ers tomorrow. It should be another good game. A very promising showing by the, uh, the New York Knicks. We were coming into the night, we were fourth in defensive rating, mm-hmm. and the Brooklyn Nets are number one in offensive rating. So it was a clash of like clash two Titans, you yeah. know. So, and, and the Knicks and the, and the Nets are complete opposite. Nets are 25th in defensive rating, and the Knicks, I can't remember correctly where they are in offensive rating. I know, I think they're like second or to last or third to last mm-hmm. um, in offensive rating. So, Really a clash of two like two times in two different ways, but we showed out. We came out, and you can hang your hat on this game, seeing that the Knicks have a lot of grit in them. Right. And after coming off, after two games removed from that Bucks game where we got blown out, and then we beat OKC, and then we were still in it for the Nets game. You know, it's a true testament to what Tom Thibodeau and the coaching staff has done. It's a true testament to Julius Randle, RJ Barrett for coming in prepared. Just a true testament to the team in general for the culture that they're creating right. and just the ability to keep on fighting. That's that's what you want to see from this team. That's what, you know, when you're a free agent and you talk about like star hunting when they want to see what is this what's the direction of the team yeah, going? Exactly. This is the, this, this is, is the stuff that this they want to see. This is, the, see. Absolutely. this is the stuff they want to see because now you know it's like, oh, when I'm a free agent. Um, they don't have to give up a lot of assets. We can continue to build and we can potentially have something. And it's New York, you know? Look, Kevin Durant and Kyrie, they came to New York and went to the the, the lesser franchise, but <laughs> exactly. It's still New York town. Let's the, not forget that. I'm keeping yeah, that it's, same it's, energy. I don't care. But, this is a New York time. <laughs> I'm not gonna run. I'm not gonna run win or lose. This is a New York town. I don't care what what billboard you put across the street from Madison Square Garden. This is still a New York town. I don't care who's over there. More people gonna be watching the Knicks than the Nets any day of the week, win or lose or draw. My bad. Go ahead. <laughs> nah, it's it's all good. It's all good. But yeah, that's um, you know, that this is gonna be the stuff that attracts free agents is being in New York City. If you win with the Knicks. You know, it's a new. It's the Knicks own New York City. So if you can win with the Knicks for a franchise that hasn't won since '73, for a fan base that's just dying for success, mm-hmm. you're, it's just, it's going to be on a whole other level. You'll get a statue outside of MSG. I can guarantee you that. <laughs> Absolutely. If you can win here, you will be a god. So listen, man. When it comes time to get these free agents over here, the the foundation that Tom and Leon and World Wide West are brilliant right now. Shut out the World Wide West. It's going to count. It's going to count for something, man. So let's just keep building. Let's just keep building. We're going in the right direction. All right? All right. And, and, and to your point, the defense stepped it up. 21 points in the fourth quarter after giving up 67 in the first half. 21 points in the, first, in the fourth quarter. So we need to play that. We need to do that all game, though. We definitely need to do that more all game. So, uh, shout out to Tom Thibodeau for going small on the defensive end because you know, Nernis Noel only played 20 minutes. He went small and we were able to con- kind of contest those threes and switch out better. Um, and, and it worked out for us. Maybe the next game, if we match up again, we'll be able to adjust even better and go small even a little bit more often. You know what I mean? Right. Now, salute to the chat, man. Everybody here, salute to you guys. Um, also, man, big shout out to SK. He's a huge supporter. Um, sends two super chats today. Shout out to you, SK. He says, RJ is not athletic as some past greats, but he is skilled, strong, and has the perfect mindset to be great. Proud of Jay Ellis and Alex for putting out good content after such an important game. It was salute to you, SK, man. 
always a huge supporter of the show. He sent $20, actually. And yeah, you're actually right. And the thing is, people kind of get, SK, people kind of get caught up on the athleticism bug. Like, oh, who are you? He's not that athletic. He can't do this, can't do that. But all in all, what really matters is your skill set. We, we have Luka Doncic out of here who... He's not the most athletic guy, but people are considering him one of the best players in the NBA. So as long as you know your angles, as long as you can shoot, um, things can open up for you. And the, the thing that RJ has is his strength. He he saw how he dis dislodged P.J. Tucker last year when the game was online. He dislodged uh, DeAndre Jordan when he went to the hole this year to get an easy bucket to cut the game. Like, that's great players will find a way to utilize their strength and weaknesses. And even though it doesn't have the... The quintessential athleticism to put in dunks and do windmills and sprint at high speeds, he still gets buckets and the shooting is coming around and it's just going to open up the rest of the game of his game and especially the playmaking too. The playmaking is coming along as well. Right? Yeah, absolutely, it's coming along and we'll see it. And you know, I want to touch on that athleticism thing because you're absolutely right, JLS. Like, you don't have to be the super hyper athlete to be successful in this league. Like, we see Luka Doncic, right? RJ Barrett is not super, he's athletic, but he's not super athletic. You don't need to be crazy super athletic to be successful. There's a lot of guys who aren't. So, just be patient. As long as RJ understands his body and how to create, like, that's fine. Like, exactly. Kawhi Leonard's not the most explosive guy there is, and he's got a little herky jerky to a slow motion, but yet he mm -hmm. can just still get to his spots find the right angles and just knows how to use his body and has good body control and just finish. So it's all RJ really has to do. And then the sky's the limit for that kid. Exactly. Sky's the limit. And also salute to Michael Parker, who sends a $10 super chat. It says salute my bro, Jay Ellis and Alex and salute to Knicks nation. Um, yes. Salute to Michael Parker, man. Always support KOT show as well, man. I'm glad to have you guys here. Um, and yeah, let's, let's go through the chat one more time before we, we roll out. Um, and salute you guys for watching, man. Shout out to Fritz again. Yo, Young Simba is in the... Shout out to Young Simba's in the chat. Salute to you, bro, man. Glad to see you over here in the chat. Rocking with us. Hi. You do that so well. It gets me every time. Yo, I was a Lion King fanatic. I've seen that movie so many times, man. I can recite, like... The the lines verbatim sometimes, even the, the death scene when Mufasa falls off the cliff and he's like, Powerful. oh, man. Yeah, it always gets me. I'm not going to do that because I want nobody else to cry after this, but touching scene. All right. But shout out to, <laughs> shout out to everybody in Nick's Nation. Shout out to Gregory Castillo. Always holds me down as well. Tell him Alejandro. Gregory Lee. He says the Nets are a joke. We had not one superstar and made this game close. The Nets needed help from the rest. We beat ourselves. But overall... The rest helped the Nets put out the win. Now, you're right. You're right about that. For sure. For sure. Yo, shout out to my guy, Ronnie Sandy, man. Ronnie is my actual real friend in, in real life. Went to college with him. Shout out to Yanni Sandy. says, yo, Brooklyn Knicks. Yo, what if, if, this is how he really talks in real life, too. RJ comes off the bench for the next few games for the points. His offense is kind of similar to Randall. Thoughts? Um, My thoughts are... I don't want him to come off the bench. Um, we kind of talked about this a little bit earlier. What I think we should do, though, is stagger our minutes a little better. Um, we have a lot of firepower with with we have a good amount of firepower right now with RJ and Randall. But maybe we should sub out either RJ or Randall a little earlier at times 
and then have one of those guys run with the second unit to give those guys some stability. Um, and that's, especially if we're going to start IQ when they're starting unit. That's how I think we should handle that moving forward. Uh, any thoughts on that, Alex? No, you said it right, JLS. Like, we're not going to have RJ coming off the bench. Come on. Like, he's 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 the Robin to Julius. Like, we need that. We need him in the starting unit. It's he's already earned. He's solidified through his play that he deserves to be in the starting unit. Like, Absolutely. sure, those couple of games that he's like was benched in the fourth quarter because he wasn't having it, but he's having it now and he's he's coming on strong. So. When he is, you got to reward him and you give him most of the minutes, which he's earning, and mm -hmm. he's going to be a starter. Like, you don't you don't need to. It's IQ that needs to come off the – we need IQ yeah. off the bench. Yeah. And then, as JL said, it's staggering the minutes. Tom Thibodeau has this thing where it's like a hockey – like a like you just clear everyone out and bring everyone else in. It's like we can't do that on most nights. And tonight was like a night where, you know, I, got, I get it the first time you try, you're like, all right, let's see if the bench has anything going so I can get my starters a rest because if they do have it going, then we're getting we're being efficient at that point. Right. He tried it out, it didn't work, and then he realized like, okay, I can't go to Obi tonight. Frank could come in and do some defensive stuff. Uh, even though he didn't score the ball, he did play defense very well. Had some BS calls, by the way. But oh my gosh, I mean, that. that's a whole other story. I was trying to wrap it that's up a, without getting pissed, but that, go ahead. <laughs> yeah, that, that that's a whole other story. That's good. That that needs another its own podcast what? to discuss. I'm sorry. I mean, man, this yo, I'm I'm going to channel. I'm going to channel my boy Ryan. I know because I know Ryan wants to be here, man. I'm just gonna yo. Whose man's is this, man? These refs, Bruh. between. <laughs> Between Frank getting fouled out with two or three of those fouls just being some complete BS, especially the last one when Kyrie Irving just tripped over his own foot and it ended up being a, a two free throws. Like, what the? Bruh. How is yeah, that? I don't, I don't get it, man. I really don't get it. On top uh, of the Scott Foster stuff, on top of... Man, I don't even want to... Listen, we, we've we gotten beat. We got, you know, we, we've beat... The Nets are a good team. The Nets are absolutely a good team. Mm -hmm. But man, they had all the help they needed tonight. <laughs> they really yeah, absolutely. Did. They really did. And they don't really need it either. That's the other thing. But yeah, so it, it's really just like it's just staggering miss to get back to the original question. Just you just gotta stagger it better. We can't have the whole hockey assist. And like I was saying, like we saw that it didn't work, but at, at towards the end, Thibs realized like, all right, I I can't I can't just clear the entire bench for this can't Absolutely. use my guys so i got to stick with my starters and i gotta figure it out and he did it we saw we saw rotations that included frank nelkina rj barrett right uh reggie bullock alec burks taj gibson then he replaced taj with julius so mm -hmm. he did it and then we saw rj on the bench he had julius in we saw all these mix and matching lineups so yes tibbs figured tibbs figured it He's out coached. so it's he it's coached. fine he yeah, he coached tonight, and it was like out of out of necessity he did it. Yeah, but he did it. But he did it. And to his point, like his last two games, he was coaching. He was coaching, coaching. Like I, I do feel like that OKC game, we 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 won because we he just pushed the right buttons. We had a lineup with just an all veteran lineup against a young team, and I think it was I think it was again it was Reggie, it was Reggie Burke with Randall. And I'm kind of RJ as a veteran because even though he's his only his second year, I count him as a super vet because he just has that aura about him. <laughs> and they all played, um, they all played point guard by committee with no Frank and no IQ. And they they won that game because Tom Thiddle just experimented. 
with weird lineups, and it worked. I don't know if they practiced with that lineup, but that lineup worked yesterday, and it helped us get that OKC win. And I feel like that same thing happened tonight where he just started pulling lineups out of his butt, and it cut into the lead. We were down 18 points. He started mixing and matching, and all of a sudden, we were in this game, uh, made some excellent defensive stops with under 23 seconds left and almost stole the win in Brooklyn. If that would have happened, man, 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 yo, shout out to, shout out to Cleveland, man, man, man show. If that would have happened, man, man, because there was already giving uh, Julius Randle MVP chance in the first quarter when he's at the foul Ooh. line. This is our house. I'm just letting you know. I know y'all in the backyard and y'all here and this is what the Barclays Center with the next play, but this is still our house. Even if we lost, it's still our house. You hear the MVP, MVP chance. I'm just saying. If we don't win that, that game, Mm. I don't know what I don't know what arena you're talking about. The only one I know in New York is Madison Square Garden. That's all I mean. That's that's Madison Square Garden too. <laughs> that's all that part. <laughs> that's Madison Square Garden dose. All right. <laughs> and I mean with all disrespect, okay. <laughs> all the disrespect. All the disrespect. You already know what the KLT show is called. We call them the what? The Brooklyn paint jobs. That's what we call those guys. All right. Why do we call them the Brooklyn paint jobs? Because, you know. They're not really from Brooklyn. They're a gentrified New Jersey team. They just paint, just took their team, painted them another color, and then called them Brooklyn. Kind of like what they do to, you know, other neighborhoods here, where they just put some paint on it, open up a Starbucks, and call it something else. I'm pretty sure there's a Starbucks in there, too. Uh, I'm just saying. All right. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> oh, man. All right. Yo, I'm done. I'm done. I hope y'all enjoyed the, enjoyed the show, man. Let me just salute to the chat one more time. Um, I don't know if, who who creeped in here while we were talking. Hit that thumbs up button, please, please, please. If you love, like, subscribe to the channel, and yeah, if you love this content, you love the show, you know, donate super chats and oh yeah, and, and also um cash apps and cash apps and PayPal's are also welcomed as well. If you don't have if you don't have uh, access to super chats as well, all right, uh, that is also an option. Um, it helps grow the channel, buying mics. Somebody was complaining about there was a hum. I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna try to fix that. <laughs> Video <laughs> it helps. It helps this build and also helps pay for the writers and um, you know Fritz, Fritz, Ken, and all those guys who contribute to the KOT show as well. All right, cool. All right, so shout out to everybody. SK, Mellow Fellow, Oriko Saki, uh, Young Simba. Shout out to you, my guy. Uh, Rio Squad. Uh, tell them Alejandro's always here early. Gervigan Castillo is always shouting me out, telling me I should be a three-point shooter in the Knicks and putting me in the All-Star games, doing all these other crazy posts. Shout out to you. And everybody who just rocks with us, man. Corrupt Killer, shout out to you. All right? Yeah, shout out to you. Exactly. Shout out to you for Corrupt Killer who's supporting both shows. Uh, Knicks Fan TV, Knicks Time Show. Um, shout out to you for supporting both shows. All right? Cool. All right. I think that's all, all we got to talk about. Knicks lose. Next game is coming up. Tomorrow versus 76ers. Hopefully we get that win. Okay. Now, Alex, tell them where they can find you, sir. Jay Ellis, thank you again for inviting me on in the same day. The same Twice. day. Twice. Oh, Two my shows. God. Two One times. Day. Back to back. Back to back. <laughs> no Drake required. Just us. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Always fun, man. Uh, thank you for inviting me on. Love talking Knicks with you. For everyone out there, thank you for tuning in and listening to this post-game show. You can find me on Twitter at Stratocaster101. Mm -hmm. It's like the Stratocaster, the guitar, but 
with my last name, Tratocaster. It's a play. Uh, you can find my work over at Hoops Habit, part of Fansite. You can find my work at KnicksFanTV.com. You can also listen to the podcast, Knicks, Jets, etc. It's on all streaming platforms, Anchor, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, you name it, we're there. Mm-hmm. And also, you can find me on Tally's site where I did my sports betting. All, yeah, all that. Follow him on all those different places. <laughs> he does great work and he always he always uh he always contributes nicely to the conversation when it comes to that next talk so shout out to you alex love having you over here all right appreciate all right. it bro all right you know you know where to find me too us as you know i they call me jealous draws things because i draw things i i'm a designer as you know i did i do the the merch i did the layouts i do all that type of stuff illustrator I do all that type of stuff you want to see some drawings follow me on instagram if, if you want to follow nick stuff you know what to do? You go to the KOT show on Twitter. If you want to see us on Instagram, go to the Naked Time show on Instagram. Also, you can go to our blog at thenickedtimeshow.com. Fritz just dropped a new article talking about the forwards that are available. So definitely check out that out on thenickedtimeshow.com. And shout out to all the other writers as well. Uh, that yeah, Fritz, Ken, Rob, Mikey, all those guys who contribute. Shout out to you guys. I appreciate you a lot. And yeah, also subscribe to our SoundCloud, iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher as well. And if you like this show too, please like, subscribe, share, tell a friend to tell a friend. All right? Cool. That is our show. We are out of here. Peace.